Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm Joshua Millage, and I'm joined today with Christopher Badgett. And today we are talking about how to organize online course production. And a little backstory here in the last, uh, well, in September, there was basically 20 straight days where I just buckled down and created four courses, uh, end to end pretty much. And, uh, we are going to be relaunching those courses next year and you'll have to wait a little bit to figure out more about that whole project. But, uh, I learned a lot about how to organize your thoughts and really create curriculum in a organized fashion. And so I've created a framework on how to do that. And you can actually get that framework just by texting the word production to 33444. And we'll send you a link to that, um, that post I put together on the course production framework. So, but we're just going to give you the quick hits in this episode. And I think the first one for me is, um, the power of an outline. And, uh, you know, I use outlines, uh, extensively for all sorts of our business. Um, I use a tool called Workflowy and it allows me to kind of break things down. Um, it's very, it's just a hierarchical tool, but I think that, you know, that whatever you're doing when it comes to course building, you need to start with an outline and bulk the outline out, put a lot of effort into it. I think a lot of people breeze over the outline phase, but you're really creating the, the skeleton for the muscles and the meat to kind of go on to. And so it's really important. And Chris, I, I know that you like outlines too and you know, building them out. I've seen them in Asana and, and that sort of thing. So what's your thoughts on, on outlining? And is there any tips that you can give? Yeah, uh, I would say there's two approaches. Just like with Lifter LMS with our course builder, you can actually build out the whole outline on one screen of a course before you do anything. Yeah. So it's a way of getting organized. Uh, but there's another learning style where you just like to dive right in and just get started. And what I've seen is people who dive right in and just get started and don't take a step back to like look at the outline can tend to veer off course or lose momentum. So that outline stage is just super important, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's on a whiteboard uh, application like Workflowy or a simple uh, Word document or whatever. Uh, it's it's just really key. And and, um, and also just when you make your outline, think more about uh, what your people or what your student needs to learn than what you want to teach. So at the beginning and the end of the outline, they're starting somewhere and they're ending with some kind of result. Yeah. So that, then you just got to fill in one step at a time, divide some of those steps into like uh, sections or groups, if you will, if it makes sense, if it's big enough, if you don't need sections, that's fine. But that's kind of, so there's kind of like that three layer. There's the, the course, the sections and the lessons. So, yep. and you can, outlines are perfect for that. I think the other thing too, it's, it's taking, you're creating a map in the way. Like, so you, you yep. want to plot the journey in that outline. And I think that that, to me is I kind of do like, and I go into this into the post, but I go through the outline phasing in in different passes. So there's a, like one pass where it's like just very structural. The other path is an objective. And then the other path is bulking out just tacit knowledge, the knowledge I have in my brain. And another pass is the research pass. And then another path, you know, so I layer it on where I think everyone tries to go into the outline phase, just getting it done in one shot, but you're, you can't because your mind works in, in compartmentalized ways. So if you focus on going through the outline with one mindset, boom, you get it done. 
Then you go through another mindset, boom, you added more to it. And this is really important because when you get in front of a camera like I did and you shoot all this stuff, you really need to have it as a quick hit reference tool to bring back the research that's in your brain. And usually one sentence doesn't do that. You need the one sentence and the the points or whatever, however you teach, but you need to have it kind of all encompassing. So I think it's really important to go through in multiple layers and multiple passes. Um, the next thing I would talk about is, is going to be, is really diving into the, well, we've talked about archetypes and that's kind of also in the outlining phase, but I'm not going to go into that in this episode, but it's, um, understanding your own energy. Uh, so I don't want to get too woo woo here, but I do think it's important because I grew up as a son of two teachers. I saw what would happen if my dad and my mom taught eight hours a day. I remember in school when I was with a class, you know, in a class, a four hour class, how the energy of the class felt because it's the teacher's energy. So in an online cl- classroom, we have the opportunity to teach in our best, you know, energy window. And so I think when it comes to organization, um, even if it costs a little bit more money because you have to book multiple half days, don't like figure out what you can do. Like, so what I mean by this is if I were to record for a full day, what I record at the end of the day is going to be subpar compared to what I record in the first three hours. And that's for me personally, I have about a three hour window. Any more than that is no good. I mean, I, it's probably okay, but I'm really critical and hard on myself. I'm kind of a perfectionist, but I really need to not push that window because the, the education suffers. The course suffers when I do that. And because I'm letting my ego take control and what I need to do is structure it. So I'm really working in my highest energy level. When do I project the best? Because all of that is so much more important when you're doing digital content. It's true of writing. It's true of audio recording. It's true of video recording. It doesn't really matter the medium, but they will all be affected by your energy levels. And you don't have to rush things. If you're very proactive and you can go into the future and say, I'm going to record in two months. You can schedule yourself to have, you know, four days of three hour video shoots or whatever. I mean, again, you have to kind of apply this to your own situation, but don't go, well, I'm going to book a day and I'm going to get four courses done in a day. Not going to work. And your courses aren't going to be, you'll have maybe like a portion of one course that's good, but the other courses aren't. So I think, I think that energy component is just so important. Like if you look at a course marketplace, like Udemy that has a lot of courses, some of the most popular courses, like when you click on the intro video or one of the free lessons, uh, you, you get a sense for the person who's teaching and you're not just buying the, the what, the course or the why. You're also buying the person. And if, if you're just like kind of there, just monotone on autopilot, it's not very compelling. Right, and when, and when you do that outlining work, you're you're freeing up so much energy to not like think as much while you're teaching, so that you can really you know have a presence on stage. I think it's it's such a great point. Well, because other- people they don't necessarily buy what you do; they buy who you are, and of course they're buying for how you're going to help them. Yeah, but they do care, even if it's at a subconscious level of how you present your energy. Well, it's easier on you as the teacher when you break things up that way. And the other thing is, you know, I, we always hear you like, well, you know, no one finishes my course. Well, part of that, I mean, there's things you can do to make that like a completion, you know, using technology, you can, you can increase completion. Part of it though, is the fact that that instructor recorded it in the day, like in one day and the videos at the end of the day just suck. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. the students drop off simply because the instructor's energy isn't there, the clarity isn't there, their focus isn't there. It's no wonder. It's not the student's fault. It's the instructor's fault because they wanted to cram. You know, I think yeah. it's really interesting. And I always called my dad out on this in school or when I, because he'd always say, oh, my students are always cramming, cram, 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 cram. But then I was like, you do the same thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Now, over the course of 30 years, he got really natural and didn't have to do that. But I just, I thought it was really, really fascinating. So that's, that's the other thing. The other thing is, um, preparing your production crew. So making sure you have your outline and everything organized, all content organized before you get into that production phase, you really got to split it. The course creation, outlining, outlining research, lesson building, and produ- producing the visuals, the graphics, it's two different mindsets. If you try to blend it, you're going to fail. And the biggest thing, the biggest reason for poor course quality is someone um, succumbing to the resistance in their mind that they know everything, which is actually like, I think it's dealing with fear because they don't want to prepare. So they don't prepare. They get in front of the camera. They try and wing it and everything falls apart. And it falls apart because, one, they don't have everything internalized well, but their production crew doesn't have anything internalized because you're winging it. So it's really important if you can provide an outline to your production crew to help them because they're going to take their own creativity into it if you have a good crew. And they're going to think about shots. They're going to think about sound quality, lighting, because you're you're painting a picture for them. And uh, if you charge them up, too, and you go like, hey, like this is what we're doing. This is what we're teaching. This is the outcome. So like, they're going to get fired up. Like they, I've yet to meet anyone who's an artist who doesn't think education's a good idea, you know? Right. And, and most of the people you work with in the video world are artists in their own right. Video and, and video is a way of them teaching something, too. So they get it, and they'll, they'll partner with you in that process. But you need to prepare your team. Um, and then the... There's also post-production. Post-production is kind of tying it all together. And the way that I like to teach personally is I like to do, I like to intermix high quality video production with um, screencasts and like talk over PowerPoints. The reason is that it changes the, um, changes the delivery. So people are used to seeing my face. Then they're used to seeing uh, maybe a diagram. And then I'll actually like with main points, and I learned this from the internet marketing world, is I'll actually have words that I read. Yeah. So it's a visual reinforcement of what I'm saying. So from a course production standpoint, I break out, again, it goes back to the outline to doing all the passes, but then I say, these are going to be live video and I'll say LV. I'll put them in brackets next to all the points that I'm doing live video. Then I'll go through with diagrams, D brackets, D for all that. Boom, boom, boom. Then I do SV screen video for all the screen videos. And then uh, SSV, it's a screen, well, yeah, screen, spoken screen video. SSV is like when you do the, you know, here's my first point and it says that on the screen. And so I break all that up and then I can actually have batching sessions where I'm creating visuals with graphic designers, plugging that in. Um, and then I'm, you know, doing a screencast uh text voiceover and I batch that because you don't want to switch back and forth. You know, Eben Pagan says it really good in uh, wake up productive. You got to have these clean cuts. 
you got to have like the focus on the screencast video. You got to have the focus on the audio. You got, you have all these focus things. So that's another thing comes back to the having good organization. And then when you get into the production mode, you're really batching those. So those are the high level of the, the post and the framework that I've, um, written up. Again, you can check that out at product. You just text us the word production to three, three, four, 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 and you can get some in depth, more in depth, um, insights into how I, you know, in 20 days produced four courses, um, which is pretty, I didn't think I could do it personally. <laughs> I will say there was some caffeine abuse involved, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, it was very, a very productive 20 days. And, uh, it was, um, and I'm really proud of what I, what I produced for our team and for the upcoming course clinic, which you can find out very soon what I'm talking about. So Chris, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Uh, I would just encourage people to do that, that outlining time up front. It's going to save you so much headache and efficiency costs down the road. And also to just dovetail on one of your points is that we have to wear many hats as online course creators, especially if we're doing it all by ourselves. So you have to, you know, think big picture. You got to think media types. You got to get into the, how you're going to teach and start building the, the, flesh around the bones of the outline and wearing different hats then you got to come back through as an editor make sure there's no spelling errors or anything you got to get it all ready mm-hmm. and then you got to you know you got to record your videos you got to edit your videos now you got to set up your lms those are all very different hats so you just need to get very comfortable and i love your concept of clean cuts of like all right today i'm teaching or today I'm editing or today I'm just publishing or today I'm marketing. Yeah. So when you do a good outline, just think about all those hats you got to wear and it, it all starts to come together in a cohesive plan and becomes a lot less overwhelming. Absolutely. All right. Again, everyone, we'd love for you to check out our, our post and, uh, Again, you can just get a link to that by texting us the word production to three, three, four, four, four. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you next week.